actually calls Pasadena the city of roses except us. You know what else is the city of roses is uh, Portland, Oregon. We're not we're not coming from there. It's, it's not like uh, people in New York are like, oh, I'm I'm loving living in the Big Apple. It's it's a wonderful place. Like I'm moving to SoCal. Oh, really? Send it. Abbreviations are funny. I, I can't keep up. I've never kept up. I don't care. I don't care what word people are saying. We know you're a fuddy-duddy. There are already words. Like, you don't even know all of them. You don't even, like, look up in the encyclopedia. There's a million words you don't know, and you're making up. We need coded language because it makes us feel together, you know? The big orange. That's what LA is called, as opposed to the big apple. The big orange. Because of the sunset? Because of the oranges. Oh, that's good, though. It- um, hey, so we I guess we're back to doing a theater tech week. We open our show next weekend. Oh, yeah. Go to MauritiusLA.com and get tickets. Uh, you're officially out of chances to see the show for free in preview mode. Uh, we're listening to Paint It Black by the Rolling Stones because R.I.P. Charlie uh, Watts. Right, right. The drummer. I saw them in 1997. Wow, you saw the Rolling Stones. They're still touring today. It's not very special. Everyone's seen them. <laughs> but yeah, it was in a stadium. The stage effects and the stage works were phenomenal. And uh, I was particularly... Pearl Jam opened for them. That's how wow. huge it, that's, that's how cool. huge they are, yeah. And it's funny because they became Pearl Jam... I was already a Pearl Jam fan. I was more excited about Pearl Jam than I was about the Rolling Stones. And they became Pearl Jam fans that night. And you can just say the Stones, or you oh, could just say you, yes. PJ. Yeah. Okay, Everyone great. knows that. Okay, cool. Yeah, you're just like all the cool kids, yeah. Grace. Yeah, and I'm just a funny... I was listening to some PJ I'm on my Walkman f- the other day. Right, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> you're so lit, Grace. You're so fam. I am a little lit. <laughs> um, hey, I got a good audition from my new manager, so I won't tell you guys what it is, but it is a soap opera. Karen Karenson. No! <laughs> in a series called Karen, <laughs> the Karening. <laughs> <laughs> the Karening. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's my type now. Like, that's the part I type I play. I just channel all of my mothers and my older sisters, like, the dark side of the wasp, and I just le- unleash all the entitlement through my whole being, and then people love to hate me. Yeah, I'll be a villain for you guys. I'll, I'll represent all of that shit. I hate that shit, too. Believe me. It's a funny window into group psychology because, like, uh, because I, I moved here and the only roles I get offered are either of the worst, worst, worst villain or police officer. We think the same guy who is an ultra, super evil villain is a cop. <laughs> right. The first commercial auditions you went on where you went for the dad, the happy dad in the round table pizza oh commercials. Yeah. And you came back and, and you were sh- like, I can't, I'm never going to no. get this part because there were so many like wholesome. They were perfect. Wholesome, These guys were handsome perfect. dad types. I wanted them to be my dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except they were younger and hotter than me. <laughs> it's crazy because you could be an actor your whole life and study theater and do theater and whatever. And it really almost like... It's not about what you look like. It's not about your type. But here in L.A., if you want to be an actor, it's all about finding your exact type. Yeah, and leaning into it. 
It's like there are opportunities to switch it up, and it's a very impressive thing to see an uh, actor switch it up That's in their career. That's what we live for. Bring it on. Bring on the different roles. Well, hey, and about all this acting, we're going to do a little crossover one-minute episode. Uh, it, it's going to, I think, uh, roughly, maybe we'll call it One Minute in Hollywood. Yeah, that's huh? great. One Minute in Hollywood. But we're going to send it. We're doing it as a crossover with our buddies over at You're Not From Around Here. You're not from finish. around here. You're not from around here. You're not from around here. here. That was pretty good. <laughs> okay, wow, you are so on top of it today. I love doing hour-long shows okay. that never get recorded. Right. It's my well, favorite. I mean, everybody mulligan, everybody gets to make a mistake. Self-righteous life forms who are eager not to learn, but to prosecute, to judge anything they don't understand or can't tolerate. Showtime. You're listening to LAAF. Brilliant name. It's just a pun. Are we finally ready to start? Live from the City of Roses. I thought this would be funny, but it's not. This is LAAF. Everyone thinks we're incompetent. With Grace Faye. I just want to tell you all how happy I am to be back in the studio. Right! And another unsung blue-collar hero. Jimmy McCammon. Don't you sometimes hate yourself? Constantly. The old team together again. Oh. Nothing can stop us. Please. This. You must have dreamed about this moment for a thousand times. Is L.A. A-F. How'd you like it? Oh, I didn't. Thank you. I'm going to leave them the worst review. I love it, Pomona. And action. It is Welcome to the Weekend. It's LAAF Podcast. Follow us on the stuff, LAAF Podcast. Uh, oh, give us a dollar a month, patreon.com slash LAAF. We are your digest. Of all things Hollywood, all things L.A., from just over the hill, adjacent here, as we said, in the City of Roses, uh, in the in this, the great hallowed oak in line. We've got the actual oak back up on the walls from back when we did the video episode. You didn't see the oak on the walls. Yeah, yeah. Right? But now that we're doing live video, it's it's hard to somehow see how oak in lined our professional studio I is. I tried to tell the people we took it out for cleaning. Okay, you got to clean the oak once in a while. All right, that's part of the maintenance, the routine of taking care of a podcast compound this vast, this capable. Yeah, you use that um, that wood oil soap. You like put oil on wood, not just straight soap. This, I'm learning about cleaning things. The chemical expertise expertise coming uh, from across the table from me there is, of course, coming from a professional actress, uh, someone who um, I revere and respect and revile. Uh, and fight hmm. with it, oh. it is <laughs> it is <laughs> it is none other than your hostess with the most as she does boast the most from both coasts she is an actress a singer a dancer a creatrix <laughs> <laughs> she's the heart of the laaf podcast ladies and gentlemen it is grace Bay. thank you so much i appreciate it i do appreciate it oh yeah. stop stop no don't stop. Yeah. And let them just let them go on. They they need you. There is this other guy in the show, I guess. There's another guy in the podcast. That's, That's me. Jimmy McCammon. He's the other guy. Okay, everybody. Thank you. It's nice to meet you. It's nice to be here. Uh, there's a lot of news happening. There's a bunch of sad news. Charlie Watts died, um, and there was a giant explosion in Afghanistan. It's a very messy thing getting the F out of there, and uh, just not a lot of mirth to be had, not a lot of great jokes. People died in Tennessee in floods. Oh, boy. 
Yeah. But um, but fires uh, in California, floods, fires, news coming up, national days, this day in history, all these bits, all these stupid, stupid bits coming up for you on the LA. Oh yeah, we're gonna cover yeah, the uh, switch decision there on OnlyFans, uh, following up on last week's episode. Um, but I Saw did have coming. to just like pop over to Overheard LA on Instagram again. You know, I haven't been there. I follow them, but like they don't pop up in the algorithm. Oh yeah. But I mean, some of these recent ones are great. I want to go with a trip. I want to go on a trip with you at some point, like acid or travel. <laughs> That's pretty LA. Yeah, everybody's micro dosing out here. Here's a good one. How do you know if he's a wannabe actor or an actual actor? Easy. Does he work out at LA Fitness or Equinox? Or Equinox. <laughs> and I work out at LA Fitness. <laughs> I did see that one. That's yeah, amazing. You're, you're a wannabe. No. And then what well, are the 24 Equinox hour is 200 people? a month and LA Fitness is like 30 a month. So <laughs> if you're an actual actor, you're making money. So yeah, you're going to Equinox. Way 24 better. hour fitness is just simply for waiters and masseuses now or what? <laughs> Um, here's a here's a parent to child yelling in Target. Leela, control your vibe. <laughs> oh. In West LA. Oh my God! There's so many peer to peer relationships. Uh, <laughs> the parent the parent child relationships um, uh, are very peer to peer around here. But I, I'm used to that because up in rural California, where I lived for a while, there was lots of uh, hippies there, and they have this free range thing going on too with their kids. Hey, Grace Community Church is uh, taking it to the man, is sticking it to the man. It's wow. our lead story in the news later today, and I'm I'm uh, super stoked for this church because they kind of, uh, uh, I, I know a lot of people might not totally approve, but uh, I think that it was good maybe that they stood up to the, the laws and kept having uh, these services or whatever. They ended up they ended up having to pay a lot of fines and um, getting stuck in court, but now um, the state is going to have to pay them, pay them $400,000. So Wow, it's not so Grace won. Grace won. And it's not always right to uh, impose your will on on someone else, and maybe, maybe their protest is legitimate. You don't know. Um, lots of churches did that. It's weird. I find myself in the corner of a church once in a while, you know, and I'm all for masking and being careful and get the vaccine and everything. Right. But also like, it doesn't need to be a, such a big of a deal when like somebody wants to like break these rules or if a group of people, you know, they're like all of their own consciousness decide to have a gathering. I don't know if that needs to be like, uh, criminalized, you know, not, not, not reasonable to me. No, get sick if you want. It'll help the general population, I guess. I don't know. No, I'm kidding. I didn't say that on there. <laughs> oh Lord. Uh, this division. I was in the sauna at LA fitness where all the wannabe actors are. Oh yeah. And fully got into the vaccination discussion with two <laughs> oh, no. women in the sauna. Talks. I'm like, I'm here to relax. Can we yeah. not, can we not, can this conversation stop? Like, were they just talking about it or did you, did you join in? I joined in. Um, I joined in, and then the one anti-vaxxer so, lady basically left out of the sauna. Go. She got too hot. Well, there you go. I mean, uh, I you know, don't join in. I don't join in. I haven't had one conversation about any of that except, like, with you and maybe Ari. I don't know. Like, not too many people do I talk to about it. Well, let's go I to the beach. I just find their feelings are so involved. Ugh. Like, I don't have a whole lot of feelings about it. And Dune is coming out, the new Ooh. remake of Dune. Did you like the original movie? Did you ever read the I novel? Had, Are you into sci-fi at all, Grace? Are you cool? high school English. So, yeah, I read the high novel. English? Wow, and they you might... the coolest English teacher in I the world. I did. Yeah, Mr. O'Connor. I had to read the fucking Catcher in the fucking Rock. Well, we read that, too. Oh, vomit. I hate that book so much. Oh, it's cute. Honey, cute. Cute.
This is LAAF. Even the name sounds mysterious. The news is always scaring people. If you like blood and thunder, come with me. Live from the LAAF Podcast Studios, this is Breaking News. Breaking News. The settlement with Grace Church calls for the state to pay an additional $400,000. The report first obtained by KNX News Radio indicates that the county has already spent more than $950,000 in attorney's fees and other costs related to the legal battle with the church. So where, where are we at now? We're at $1,350,000 just spent to try to get this one church who who politely refused. The unchurch? No, the this one church. One church. The unchurch? A hey, big unchurch news coming up too later in the show because tomorrow's obviously a big day. It's That's an entertainment venue that uh, Jimmy's sister Katie runs in Grass Valley, California called the unchurch. It's an old church converted to a venue. It's so cool. And tomorrow's uh, a big day at the unchurch because it's International Katie McNamanan Day. Yay! Tomorrow. And who knows? Katie, you know what? You're, she's not listening. She doesn't fucking listen, which is fine, alright? She doesn't approve of anything I do, which is fine. Aww. Okay? But we're, I think, gonna make a special little birthday podcast for Katie tomorrow morning. Of course, your Holy sister. Shit. Yes. She's yeah. a legend. It's gonna be fun. Great singer. Yep. Uh, she has uh, punched more men than anybody I know. Really? I've uh, never punched a man. Yeah, so... If, I got I got things to learn from your sister. If anybody wants to know why I regard women with such respect, it's because I... <laughs> she punched back. I spent my youth watching my sister punch men. Mm. <laughs> nice. Your little sister. So I wonder where... where yeah, that's nice. Okay, so congratulations, Grace Community Church, for uh, taking the state for a million and a half. Nice. Uh, we do have an update on OnlyFans a couple of days after we did that podcast. Saw and they said there was no of explicit not. content. The company reversed its decision, of it did. announcing we have secured assurances necessary to support our diverse creator community, those of you that want to send sex porn things to each other, and have suspended, <laughs> they didn't say that, and have suspended the planned October 1st policy change. Thank you to everyone for making your voices heard. So that's acknowledging that the backlash of the creators who began to leave the platform terrified them yeah um basically stokely tim stokely that founder we were talking about he did single out a couple uh banks like jp morgan chase for blocking intermediary payments preventing sex workers from receiving their earnings and penalizing businesses which support sex workers okay also i'm sorry do bankers not look at porn everybody why the banks why are the banks feeling like this is not like a sound investment like the bankers are probably the ones that hire people the most no this is all because people want to protect themselves from getting sued about child porn and stuff like that but the deal is it's like i i saw this coming i knew that this would happen because this is the equivalent of the laaf podcast making a big announcement that we are not any longer going to allow idiots as hosts Wait, what? No, wait. Right, exactly. It's just impossible. It's pretty much all we do. All we do is have idiot hosts. That's pretty much our gimmick. So it's not like that's actually going to happen. We're either going to... We're either going to quit altogether or we're going to continue having idiot hosts. So OnlyFans is either going to somehow 
continue having pornography or at least, you know, uh, tasteful nudes. I don't know. But like, you know, they're going to continue with their main business or they're going to shut down. Those are the two options. This was a publicity stunt. Congratulations, OnlyFans. And congratulations, all you Tatey girls raking in that money. Congra- I, pff, go for it. Get this chill children off of there. Everybody with your porn site, get the fucking children off of there, you assholes. You know, I don't want to hear about it anymore. <laughs> well, I can't, I'm sex positive over here. I'm trying to be supportive of all the workers and the anybody who wants to, for whatever reason, show their boobs. I'm pro boobs, you know, but like you can't be showing children's boobs. Like you can't. So uh, inter- that is illegal. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Or at least like, I mean, it's fucking, you know, it's repugnant. So it's repugnant and we <laughs> revile it. Are you um, voting for Larry Elder? No, he doesn't seem like such a nice guy. Why? He's the leading guy against Newsom. I voted yesterday. I dropped it at the P.O. box. And I won't tell you what I vote because it's my right to not. But I I almost voted for Angeline. I'm just going to say. She's in there. She's the older lady who dresses in pink. She's like an L.A. icon. There are a lot of very interesting people on there. Um, so I guess because, yeah. yeah, I guess because of his uh, radio audience, and I've never heard his show, but because of his radio audience, Larry Elder is um, leading, and the former mayor from uh, San Diego, Kevin Falconer, is right behind him. So it's almost like if you really disliked Gavin Newsom, you would have to go with one of these dudes because that's the best bet of displacing him. Um, but, uh, but you know, I don't know. I don't know how many people are going to vote no on Newsom in, in, in question one. And really, that's the question that does it. And I well, guess yeah, you right can... behind Falconer is Caitlyn Jenner, which is, you know, also because of her media buzz. Fascinating. Well, um, you can vote no, and then you can vote, like, there was. there's a Democrat running um, named Jackie McGowan, who's been a cannabis lobbyist since 2014. Whoa. She wants to, uh, top of her plank is to declare cannabis as an agricultural product that should alleviate overregulation at the local level. There's also Patrick Kilpatrick, um, who's a showbiz guy, actor, screenwriter, producer. Patrick um, Kilpatrick is Patrick on Patrick Crime. <laughs> that's good. Um, so from a Mac, not a kill. That's a kind of uh, that's a kind of Scott you are. Um, hmm. But uh, right here in his like platform, he says he's like, oh well, I worked with Steven Spielberg and Tom Cruise and Arnold Schwarzenegger, and so blah blah blah. But uh, yeah, he wants to do a seventy percent tax incentive for restoration, renovation, and maintenance of any vintage or historical building. So that's cool. I'm about that. Anyway, uh, yeah, voted. Um, Let's see. In other news, um, did you hear about Britney Spears not being such an angel? No. She was accused of battery earlier this month by one of her housekeepers who said the singer uh, struck her during an argument over her dogs. Okay. The housekeeper claims Spears made physical contact, but uh, the housekeeper showed no visible signs of injury. Oh, well, so now free Britney, but now when she's free, she's going to go ballistic on everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, this is because the dogs have been taken to a vet and weren't brought home. Okay, well, dog people are crazy. I'm sorry, but they are. And we know this. It's been documented. You're listening to LAAF. Kill all the lawyers. Why are you still a loser? Everybody hates Jimmy. Jimmy thinks it's funny when you cry. Chime in, guy. Enough. Now he's a very charming man. He's an idiot. You don't seem like the type of person that anybody would want to hire. I have a personality type that makes it hard to work for or with others. Jimmy is drinking vodka on the toilet. I'm not about all that razzle-dazzle. Wear your good suit. 
This is my good suit. That's life. That's love. That's what all the people say. I gotta sing this one at church. You're I'm singing at church in a couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Not hiring you as a backup singer tomorrow. Hey, come on. That was one of those special harmonies, you know, that's a little bit off for artistic purposes. That's harmonies not supposed to be off key. That's like the point of it. I don't know. It's artistic. It's like um, when you use the feedback as a guitar mm-hmm, player, mm-hmm. like for the artisticness of it. Yeah, that's why I like to play my rhythm guitar <laughs> off rhythm. It's like on purpose. Grace is like a classical on the note. On the beat, so and boring. a one to and a two a and a three a type of singer, man, type <laughs> oh, no. of musician. The drummers she, hate me, believe me. Yeah, she's like, is that on the and or the and a? Uh? <laughs> no, for that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, I know it's a thing. I've seen you do it. I'm quoting. Oh, so we've gotten back to this thing, which I love, which is what something that I talk about quite a bit, which is where. Uh, everything you listen to, watch, hear, read in a newspaper is presidential related. And we don't even have an exciting president this time. We just have, uh, you know, it's just, it is the mentality of, and I've warned everyone to be on guard against this the whole time I've even had this podcast. It's the number one message, the number one theme of my segment on this podcast is stop it with the president, Okay. Like, people are acting like this whole Afghanistan thing is, like, Joe Biden did it by himself. <laughs> and like, you know, and, like, I understand the criticism, but, like, people act like there's not a whole military-industrial complex, you know? Like, that's some sort of conspiracy theory. No, it's a factory in Oklahoma that makes tank parts that all those people's jobs are going to go away and that congressman is going to get voted out if the war ends, if we pull out of Afghanistan. And so... It's, it's, He's so got it's a not, lobbyist. The gun people have a lobbyist. But. Yes, and so it's not just the military and the military lobbyists that want to stay and keep their jobs and finish their mission and whatever their motivations are, you know. But it's like it's these people back home who, <clears throat> who have these other industrial reasons to want the, the the war to continue, you know. And 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 the ending the war, we have to remember the war, you know, the occupation. Let's call it was. Uh, 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 three quarters, you know, of Americans were for this. Republican, Democrat, everybody was for this. So Twenty it's like, years ago, I was for not to, doing that, not going into Afghanistan. Well, and the Republicans came around. You know, now they are like you poll Republicans, and half of them are for fucking getting the hell out. So it's like. <laughs> what are you guys mad for? Like the guy, you know, first of all, did not do this on his own. There's a whole military. Like, first of all, D- Joe Biden doesn't do anything on his own anyways. He's old as shit and people are just telling him what to do. He says that in press conferences. I don't know. They told me to read this. So I'm reading it. <laughs> it's like, okay, great. You know, but like, c- can we let that expose the presidency for the stupid puppet show that it is? Like, there's just a whole bunch of like, bureaucrats in charge that are like pushing him one way or another like we want a instinctually as animals we want an alpha a king so badly that we we put 
someone there no matter what, even if the system's not supposed to work that way. We hear nothing about Congress. We don't know nothing about the military-industrial complex and why it's the, the real thing at work. We just go, Joe Biden's stupid because he's getting out. and like, or, or, or like, I support Joe Biden for getting out of there, you know, or whatever. It's like you fall down on one side or the other without recognizing how goddamn complicated the whole thing is and how it was going to be messy anyways. You know, like, I, I don't know what people wanted. To stay there and have it not be messy? Not an option. To leave and have it not be messy? Also not an option. So, I, you know, I don't know what people wanted. I, for one, uh, am glad anytime the military pulls out of anywhere. We shouldn't be an empire. We shouldn't have colonies. Men sh- in general should pull out more. <laughs> it, would, it would, you know, really help wow. with the overpopulation. Just saying. Um... Uh. <laughs> now he's off track. Okay, good. Well, I was going to say, uh, it actually kind of demonstrates the way that patriarchal society puts everybody up in a pyramid. Yes. Like the eye, the pyramid. Here's some conspiracy for you on the dollar, you know, with the eye at the top. Like this idea that there's one. Instead, when I went to the rainbow gatherings in Northern California, we all stood in a circle and we had, we talked to <laughs> and there, everybody was equal. And there is something about that. Like I'm yes. watching Nine Perfect Strangers on Hulu and they sit in a circle and they all share and it's like then like the patriarch sits with everybody else and everybody has an equal say so let's return to a a matriarchal you know communal circular yes. way of thinking and why doesn't about- the news like follow every leader in that cabinet i don't yeah. even know who those people are the, you know I, what i mean well you're all you're talking about is parliamentary order which is the part of government that everyone should be into not the presidency Mm-hmm. Our, our stupid animal brains make us be into the presidency because we want an alpha, we want a leader, we want someone to look to. Because, but that's animal shit, okay? Like, look to the parliamentary order. Find out which of these Congress people are only still, you know, supporting this. It's this the chimpanzee war brain, effort really. to to uh, to to keep votes in their uh, own district and stuff like that. Like, recognize the complexity. Don't just go Joe Biden bad, Joe Biden good. Or Donald Trump bad, Donald Trump good. It's not. It's not good enough. Like you're not informed enough to, to decide anything. Like uh, you know, I, I I don't. How are we gonna? That's not a way. That's not a way to think. Like you can't just look to this one person, especially when this one person ends up over and over and over again just being a puppet of these other interests, of these lobbyists, of these special interests. Look within to what your soul urges you to do. <laughs> Look within to the ways in which you are a leader. Yes. Into the ways that you have special gifts that nobody else has. That's right. I'm talking to you, the listener. Well, and you don't have to reinforce the shit, you know? If you are into uh, these other philosophies and these other ways of being and this uh, communal way of life and, uh, you know, this holistic living and all that stuff, then you should dislike the whole obsession with the presidency more than anyone else and be standing in that circle and be devoted to parliamentary order and democracy and everybody having a say. The extent to which we capitulate to the leader shows the the way that we feel we need to appease the patriarch so that he won't hurt us. Bingo! My, my. What a fucking buzzkill. You're listening to LAAF. It's a comfort. It's weird. Do you mind if I say a few words? She had such 
Grace. Come on, I'm from Connecticut. Well, you know, Grace is a tough one. Ladies and gentlemen, the LAAF podcast proudly presents... Can't stop helping, won't stop helping. Grace? Well, you don't want too much Grace. She's here to guide you. Wear a cute mask. This is how helping works. Love the Guggenheim. I'm all about saving the trees. This is Grace. She's a natural beauty. No, no more helping. I like a more upscale nachos. Is trying. Just go along and sell out, honey. To help. Helping accomplished. From the CBS studio Radford Center in North Hollywood, California, this is Grace is Trying to Help with Grace Faye. It's been a long time since I stood at the front of a big band, my my blonde hair shining in the stage lights. Uh, but you can join me tonight, um, right tonight, Saturday the 28th. I'm going to be watching my girls, the Satin Dolls, slay on stage at the Federal North Hollywood. Come on down, guys. Show's at 8 p.m. It's a fabulous tap dancing and singing and everything amazing show. Bring proof um, of vaccine. We're Wear trying to get a Social residency distance. there. So. Vaccine. Uh, we have this is, and we're supposed to. Then I'll perform as the MC next month, and then October maybe I'll sing. So just saying, um, yeah, the satin dolls. Check it out; it's everywhere online. Mask, social distance. I've been loving Nine Perfect Strangers on Hulu because I finished White Lotus on HBO. Um, basically, Nicole Kidman is playing this Russian like supermodel, kind of like Anastasia, which was so this whole New Age um, series of books in which this woman Anastasia lives at one with the earth and I mean I'm seeing that in her character um, you know is a breathitarian type of thing and is like also super like Nordic blonde beautiful thin that whole thing she have a weird accent in this she has a Russian accent yeah oh, what's weird though right yeah okay. I mean it's hard to do accents so I have a lot of empathy for actors like I have on my resume that I do like I do Midwestern, Texas, it's Irish, getting, English, and it's like, I kind of do those guys, but you got to practice. It's not getting any better as the casting community becomes more international because you're seeing um, people with the accent play the accent more and more. And so you're spotting without even having to try people doing bad accents. Nothing. I now I now see Amer- uh, rather British actors doing American accents mm. on TV and I'm like, uh-uh. What are you doing, Emma pal? Emma Watson is good. Christian Bale is good. Oh, the best. Yeah, yeah. Christian Bale can do it. The worst is Julia Roberts in Mary Riley trying to do Irish. <laughs> just just go go to YouTube, guys. Do yourself a favor and check out her Irish accent. But um, yeah, yeah. But I've seen the dialect coaches work on set. And that is my dream, actually, is to have a dialect coach. Like, if I had that kind of access to that kind of expert on set with me while I was learning an accent, I mean, it'd just be amazing. Um, okay, so, but I'm loving this show, Nine Perfect Strangers, because basically she's microdosing everybody on psilocybin. Oh. She's putting it in their smoothies in the morning. This is totally oh. a spoiler alert. Sorry, guys. I'm already caught up on episode five. Oh, well, that's but, okay. Um, 
But I mean, uh, when do they when do they show you that? Well, it's interesting because she's doing it without consent. So then my my new age friends are like, we worry, you know, that this might detract from the actual healing powers of psilocybin that are now being validated and recognized legally. And I'm like, no, it's fine. It's drama, guys. At least they're bringing it up. Like. People who get upset yeah, by you the ever way seen Midsommar I or like yeah, any yeah. of these terrible. <laughs> yeah, it depictions of like the culture that like I'm very familiar with. You know that is kind of. But I also like to make fun of it because I think that's part of what you do once something. Okay, how do you get something new into culture? You do it through you media. Make it cool. Y- you you do it through media. That's the best way to reach many many people. But you know what? You make comedies about it. Yeah. You make you make deep dramas Sitcoms. about it that do delve deep like you make all the content you make spoofs you make parodies like go for it guys you know sitcoms in this culture have been the gateway to all the stuff all the like pot yeah uh, gay Modern relationships family. yeah I mean um, of course yeah Ryan black, Murphy is a know, revolutionary artist who's you really increased, you know, um, tolerance and love and acceptance for the LGBTQ community um, in lots of countries that might not have seen like just like a happy family. Yeah, but back so. to like Roseanne and stuff like that. Like they had like gay themes in that for the first time, you right, know, right, and like right. stuff. It introduced us. We were watching it for the first time. Oh, people do actually do this in their life and live this way, and it's not. You know, it's not as weird as maybe I think. Like right, it, right. So yeah. now we need that with more diverse casts, more trans casts. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, They're selling CBS Radford. <laughs> okay, yeah. The network as, as the networks like lose their power, which is just happening as streaming services take over. Um, basically, it's a big shift in Hollywood right now. Will we lose the sitcom and the value of that since people aren't being forced to watch something? Think of I Love Lucy, the first sitcom. Like It was the only thing to watch. It was the watch. only thing on TV. Yeah. Like Now we all have access through our phones and through the internet to all kinds of content, and we can go very yeah. specific with it. And but there are now new new industry giants, and the networks are clinging. So There's something about the short comedy, though. like uh, It's so revealing and such a window into the human soul that you crave it always you well, know we're gonna make we're gonna make uh, and, short comedies and even though there's so much great stuff out there in terms of drama and well made and well shot and that's what I'm into and everything like I never don't crave comedy I never don't crave a good like sitcom or comedy we need it it's yeah, yeah absolutely um, it's an art uh, I've also watched The Chair on Netflix with Sandra O. Oh. it's a comedy sound it's a great university drama um, I love her and and I loved I loved it. It was great, of course. Um, there's a new episode on the Ezra Klein show. That's a podcast. It's an interview with Ve- Besser Vanderkolk, who I've mentioned before. He wrote the book The Body Keeps the Score. That is actually um, it's on its 147th week on the New York Times bestseller list. And it's what um, Ezra talks about is this is so strange because it's like a very clinical psych psychology book about trauma and it shows a lot about what humans are going through these days that everybody's interested in this book anyway it's great since you're doing recommendations can i recommend something sure um uh, without a country uh corinne oh boy i'm sorry corinne i don't know your name corinne fisher okay corinne fisher does a very very popular podcast called guys we fucked um, I don't know. It's like a pro-feminist. It's funny. It's mm-hmm. two uh, comedians, and so it's mainly a comedy. But yeah, uh, cool. without a country with Corinne Fisher, super good podcast. Okay, cool. So that's two good podcasts. And guys, I've, I'm fucking guys. I fucked. Guys, yeah. we fucked. It's really oh. funny. Yeah, it's, it's kind of for women. I stopped listening to it, but it's it's really good. 
First of all, namaste. I memorized all of Wikipedia instead of having friends. For the whole week? Yes, sir. And now. That's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and guess what else? Today, Junior! The LAAF Podcast presents. Today! Today! Is today even a thing? Even a thing? Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. It's a big day for Grace Fay, yet again. I actually am not a fan of the red wine. Oh. Well, it colors your teeth. And uh, if you add the red wine oh, plus the right. coffee. You, you're the pink wine lady. Yeah, I like a nice white. I like a dry white oh, yeah, um, yeah. to rosé. Right. But I'll, I'll have some red wine. What they're saying is that the season is turning. They do seem to put a lot of um, ice creams, treats, desserts, and alcoholic drinks as national days. That's definitely a thing. So uh, they're saying as the season turns, um, we can turn to a red wine and have a darker food. But I'm sorry, there's no fall. Like It's August 28th, so it's almost September 1st. I used to go back to school around beginning of September. And September, growing up in Connecticut, like I'm such a dork. I love going to school. Like I'll never forget my little like red plaid skirt. I had my first day of like first grade. And then I had like my pencils and my notebooks and everything organized and my binders. And I loved the smell of the crisp air. And I would have to have a little sweater because it was chilly. Okay, there's no fall in LA like there's no it's not now like now's the time to start going into the water at the beach like September perfect beach time all month in through October so yeah we have these it'll come at the end of October it actually gets to the point where you you start you know putting on a sweater or you know break out the boots the jeans like yeah yeah I love fall the actual swimming in the this pisses me off about the LA coastal area especially is the actual swimming season is super short it's like you two weeks you I'm going to get a wetsuit. Either it's too windy or too cold or the water's too... Yeah, you got to have a wetsuit. Yeah, I might I might get one. Why yeah, not? Maybe wetsuit and uh, surfboard time. We missed National Toilet Paper Day. Um, it was on August 26th. Um, it's, it's weird that it's the same day as National Dog Day. Our mutual friend made a National Dog Day video. Um and I won't say, I mean, let, I'm going to do say, a national toilet paper video. I don't know about you guys. We could dress up like, like zombies. Like there's all kinds of things you could do. You could toilet paper. What if we toilet papered our neighbor's tree? Oh yeah, you should do that. Yeah. That's right on brand for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it makes me nervous even just thinking about doing such a naughty thing. Uh, and then, yeah. What did you do yesterday for national just because day? Um, I drank a gallon of coffee because just because, Hey, just because. Yeah. Uh, the problem is with the iced coffee, you guys, okay? It gets to be summertime, and I start making the iced coffee, right? I let it chill overnight. I even maybe put it in the fridge so it's extra cold, and then I put it on some ice, and I put it with some actual cream, of course, not half and half, not rice milk, not coconut milk, for God's mm, sake, coconut you, milk. you heathens. Um, I've been putting turmeric milk in my Not oat milk, thank you Not oat milk, just cream Um, And yeah, it's with some ice But man, it goes down fast And then you're all wired And maybe that's what's going on with me today Chasing the high Today National Bow Tie Day. I think you. Oh, thank you, you look for noticing. Good in a bow tie. You have not worn a bow tie in so long. Well, it's National Bow Tie Day, and so I threw this one on, and it is uh, my favorite color. Now, your bow ties, you prefer them to be a solid color. You're not about polka dots, am I correct? Stripes. Uh, what mean, about it, a classy it, stripe bow tie? It's all fine if it if it doesn't. I'm not into like um, uh, clashing, you oh. know. 
I don't want to wear a bunch of stuff. I don't want to be Multiple noisy. Multiple bow ties is That's out. why I have so much black stuff is I don't want to be noisy. You know, I'll wear a black suit like and a just a nice, nice blue tie. You know, there you go. Yeah. One color. Just showcase Very that color. But Very okay. design oriented. When you wear your tartan, <laughs> the McCammon kilt with the little codpiece, furry codpiece thing yeah. in front. And then uh-huh. would you match the vest and the bow tie same tartan if you had like then like tails, like a black jacket over? Uh, yeah, yeah. We have a bow ties. We have uh, McCammon bow ties with the coat okay. of arms This on is it. one of my sexual fantasies. Okay, moving on. Okay. All right, then. <laughs> it involves a bow tie. <laughs> Jumping ahead to August 30th, because as we all know, August 29th is an international day of uh, both mystery, uh, renown, um, uh, infamy. Uh, many uh, events happened that day and uh, many things to be discussed. So we actually have to have a supplemental podcast August 29th uh, for International Katie McNamnamnam Day. Awesome. But August, August 30th. Happy birthday, Katie. August 30th, it's alive. It is Frankenstein Day. So don't forget to celebrate by, I don't know, walking around with your hands out in front of you, grunting about fire, trying to find brains to eat. Do the Frankensteins do that? Who does that? No, that's the zombies. The zombies try to find brains to eat. You can the practice the makeup, like hashtag, like a makeup tutorial of doing the Frankenstein makeup. That'd be cool. Do the Frankensteins pet the rabbits and then they break their necks or is oh, that someone God. else? I'm having a flashback. I think they do. No, that's the big scary guy that, you know, that Frankenstein creates. The doctor uh, is Frankenstein. The monster is someone else. And uh, also uh, the 30th uh, is men? National Holistic Pet Day. So make tea out of your parrot. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. National okay. Holi- okay, yeah. Scale I should probably get the details on hater. that. You don't make tea out of parrots. Um, it is, today is Rainbow Bridge Remembrance Day, a day it. that we set aside a day to remember the pet companions we've lost. And, Jimmy, I found out through a friend, not through me, that you lost a cat. It's a big deal. It's a cat. I, I got this it in the first place to eat mice. within you still festers. There's no feelings. I have no feelings, and they're pets, and there's no feelings about them. But the cat didn't die. It just wandered off. Who knows? Doesn't matter either way. Did you miss it? cat. Did you call it, and it wouldn't come? I sure didn't. Yeah, I did, actually. On the day, I was pretty broken up. I'll be honest about it. Uh, The cat was my only companion when I lived very rurally in a trailer. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, and then it ran off. What uh, was its name? So I never had Maggie. Oh. <laughs> oh, good. So let's just end this segment on a nice big dose of stupid, stupid animal feelings. We remember all the lost we pets. We don't. There is no rainbow bridge. No dogs go to heaven. A rainbow bridge is something else. All cats go to hell and all parakeets become tea. D- don't end it like that. It's perfect. I want to fuck them even less now. And now it's time for Famous Birthdays on LAAF. I hate to throw a famous death day in here, but I can listen to the Stones pretty much all day anyways. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, official uh, official body of the show RIP to uh, international treasure Charlie Watts. And we shall listen to satisfaction. And I hope, Charlie that you're getting some satisfaction up there in heaven. Yeah, right? right? 
Everybody. Um, happy birthday today to <laughs> Elizabeth Ann Bailey Satan. She was the, it's not Satan like that. It's S-E-T-O-N. Satan. Oh, yeah, sure. It, interestingly, she was the first American-born saint. She was born on August 28, 1774, and she founded the Sisters of Charity in the United States. She's in this picture with a very high-necked collar, wearing a very voluminous black bonnet. Um, I didn't know there were saints from Saint Satan. Yeah. Oh, well, probably they call her Saint Elizabeth Ann. Saint Satan. That's cool. Uh, But yeah, crazy. Like, can just anyone be made a saint? Or or, or, like, do they have to be born before 1800? Here's a good candidate for sainthood. Just a year younger than myself, actually. I didn't know that. That's scary. But here, I'll give you a hint. Jack Black, Jack Black. Ah, no. Oh. Oh, you're looking at just today. This is actually a few days ago. Happy birthday a few days ago to Macaulay Culkin. Oh, nice. Uh, the screaming yeah. guy shares a birthday with Chris Pine, Captain Kirk himself, huh? John Mulaney, Mr. Funny, you know, guy. And Jack Black. Sure. Leanne Rhymes, happy birthday. Okay, all right. Back off on the Okay, and then Army Hammer, but he was canceled. 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 Yeah, he did. In relationships with women, (laughs) he he was violent when they said no. When they, oh, oh, yeah, you can't do that. You got to have safe words and shit. You got to both be into it. (gasps) That baseball player did that, too. Happy birthday, Pee Wee Herman, a couple days ago, too, huh? Hey, check it out. Pee Wee Herman 69. That's when, that's when Jack Black was born. 1969? No. Pee Wee Herman is 69 years old. It's okay. Let's just keep moving. Let's not get hung up on the math. We all know you're an artist. Here's an actress that maybe, like, I don't care about meeting performers. (laughs) Like, my goal is to, I'd love to be, like, at an awards show and meet actors, right? But, um, yeah, you can come in the kilt. I could vomit. We could go to the Met Ball. Um, But but, uh, Jennifer Coolidge, come on, come on. She's 5'10". That's crazy. I don't know who anyone is. You too. No, I don't. She's the woman with the big lips in Best in Show and uh, all of the Christopher oh, Guest she's funny? movies. Yes. Okay, and she's like, in I, I White Lotus. People. She's great. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. You're right. She I do know. She was born on August 28th. Happy birthday, babe. Oh, she's amazing. She's yeah. so fun. Yeah. That's true. Uh, and uh, you know what? You know whose birthday it is today? Who? Jack Black. Huh? I said that like four <laughs> times. Okay, it's David Fincher's birthday. I oh. worked near him. That's that's a good, better way to put it than yeah. other people put it. <laughs> I didn't talk to him like some of the other background girls I worked did. With, I worked with annoying. Fincher and I worked with, um, well, who was the other guy in the scene though? The the guy I love. The main oh, Gary Oldman. Yeah, I worked with Fincher and Oldman. <laughs> no, I didn't. They uh, worked near me. Jason Priestley? <laughs> huh? Yeah. Remember Jason Priestley from that show about hot teenage boys? Right? I thought there were girls on that, 90210. Uh, but it was about the boys. That was, it was one the of 90s. the shows I couldn't watch. You don't understand like, I can watch how it either. much I wanted to watch that hey, show. I couldn't when watch I was, it like, either, pound it, bro. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Um, we both uh, had weird childhoods that had weird rules. <laughs> yeah, man. So we had restricted viewing uh, things. Well, and also, you know what Ezra Klein or what um, Vanderkolk says, uh, that people who have weird upbringings basically become extremely compliant with people in power or chronically angry and oppositional. 
Oh, okay. So that's both you and I represent the two ways that people turn out when they had shitty childhoods. I'm not angry and oppositional, Grace. What the fuck are you even talking about? Like you tried. Okay, okay, What are you talking about? You're trying to use the words angry and oppositional on me. I'm not extremely compliant with people in power. I invited you here to talk on the podcast. I like made it all nice and comfortable and everything. And now I'm angry and oppositional. I fucking love this. Like, oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like I just argue with you about everything you ever say. Like I just, I just don't ever let you say anything without making a big deal, making a big fuss, just arguing okay, about okay, it. Okay, yeah, okay, fine, sure, fine, sure. fine, whatever you say. <sighs> okay, yeah, no, we don't suffer from those things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to Shania Twain. How's Cameron Diaz, 48? This wow, isn't a yeah. picture from when she was 48. This is a picture from when she's like 27. Hey, 48 is young, man. Well, no, uh, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I hope so. <laughs> Happy birthday to Billy Boyd. He Approaching was it myself. Pippin in um in um Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Hey, and happy birthday, Warren Buffett, turning ninety on the thirtieth of this month. Uh, one of the richest dudes alive, and is just real popular for some reason. Like these rich dudes get super popular. Those short actors like Billy Boyd, he's 5'7", like he was waiting his whole life to be a hobbit. Like those actors, like they finally, yeah. short actors were redeemed and they made money in Lord of the Rings. I wonder I wonder how many of them were pissed about all the like regular sized people that they made look short though. Like they just use camera trick yeah. and put them on their knees and make yeah. them look short. You're 5'9", like, dude. Like they are not, it's not even fair. They should have cast another 5'7". Height guy who never could get any other kind of work. It's bullshit. Honestly, I'm not into any of it. Like, I'm not into, even though, like, okay, Black Monday, right? Paul Shear plays a gay guy, and I think he does great. It's like his, be- his best acting I've ever seen, but also, I don't, like, I think it should just be a gay actor, right? Like, right. I just, I mean, we, there's so many actors. Like, there's so many actors. Like, if you're casting yeah. a race or, a, or an orientation, just cast that one because they're out there and they want the job. This is LAAF. Unreasonable moaning twat. And now, the LAAF podcast presents Today in History. Ah, a little before dawn on the podcast. Come on. On this day in 1963, Martin Luther King makes his I Have a Dream speech. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. uh, Over 200,000 people gathered in Washington, D.C. in front of the Lincoln Memorial during the March on Washington in 1963. uh, It's an incredible speech. Love uh, love the B-sides. Love the MLK B-sides, like the street sweeper speech. Uh, Stuff like that. That's the stuff I like to listen to. I have a dream. Very good. A little overplayed. All right. Number one hit. Today. It uh, can't be overplayed. No, you're right. Play it. All right. I mean, it's not like racism is over. August 26th. (laughs) It is on the LAAF podcast. We don't fucking allow it here. All right. This is a no racism zone. This is a no hate zone. This is an everybody be free zone. This is a uh, human rights uh, n- our number one on the LAAF podcast. 
Uh, and this day in 1939, on August 26th, actually, this week in history, the first televised Major League Baseball game, leading all the way up to the historical moment when the LAAF staff saw the mighty Dodgers destroy the puny, shriveling Mets in last week's game. Where was all this spirit when we were actually at the game? Like you did the wave, like not even that enthusiastic. I had a you half stood a whole up. nacho in my. Th- like I was trying to manage this hand. nacho. I was sweating because of the. I was a whole like I was in the middle of my own drama that was happening. All right, with the jalapenos and the internal, and it didn't end the drama until like the next afternoon, really, with those jalapenos. Yeah, well, you and this is a problem memories. too with the podcast because we've developed a freaking uh, 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 we've developed a consistent uh, uh, thing where we have uh, a big Mexican meal the night before the podcast, and then I'm trying to get the podcast ready in the morning, and I'm in th- and I'm going. Anyways, this is all this is all this just behind is all the curtain. Not necessary. Yeah, okay, in eighteen, much. I mean in nineteen, I mean in nineteen forty six. The film noir The Killers premieres, directed by Robert Sidomax, starring Burt Lancaster and Ava Gardner, based on a story by Ernest Hemingway. Uh, we should see that. The Killers, 1946, noir. Okay. Yeah. I've not seen that. Burt Lancaster. His hair is so nice in this picture. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was back when guys had hair. <laughs> Chest hair, stomach hair, you know, um, shoulder hair, a lot of that. Beard. Although the beard is back. A lot of guys showing up with the beard in the movies again. Yeah, it's all about having the beard, you know, trimmed. Like, you know, go to follow Jonathan Von Nath, Van Ness. Dateline, August 30th, 1967. Third good marshal confirmed as a Supreme Court justice. I don't know if we like Third good marshal or not. Probably not. It's a great name. Oh, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't Old-timey. see that many baby Thurgoods anymore. That's not going to be high on the list of popular names. Marshall sharing this anniversary, of course, with the 1918 August 30th assassination of your buddy, Vladimir Lenin. Oh, no, this isn't your buddy. Your bu- <laughs> 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 That was Karl Marx or someone. Um, the atas- the- I'm not going to say it because you'll cut out the soundbite. The assassination attempt set off a wave of reprisals. I'm not a communist. By the Bolsheviks against the social revolutionaries and other political opponents, thousands were executed as Russia fell deeper into civil war. And the first Subway sandwich shop opens in Bridgeport, Connecticut in 1965 on this day. So good things and bad things all on this day in history. That's what we bring you. The balance, you can, the zen, the yin and the yang of goodness and badness of things happening, people doing stuff in the world you're here like a- on LAAF. Wow, you just like <laughs> like to do these promos. I'll slow down over there, okay? In 1981, Ronald Reagan was shot on this day. Ooh. John Hinckley pleaded innocent in an attempt to assassinate him, but he did try to. He died of a combination of the wound and old age 46 years later. <laughs> um, there's this certain <laughs> smell of Subway. Like oh, I, yeah. There's one near the post office, and... It's just its own smell. I don't know how else to it's say it. It's that bread. It's, it's that they have so much sugar in their bread. The bread is not very good. Uh, it's good if you like white bread. Like I'm, I'm surprised you don't like it because the the 
good mm. tasting part of white bread is all the sugar. I like rye bread. I like multigrain. Yeah, you like your bitter breads. Yeah, a little bitter, really hearty with lots of nuts and seeds. Yeah, bitter, bitter breads, bitter beverages. Yeah, bitters you, are good for you. I like. And then, and then sugar. Plucking the dandelions straight out of the uh, the yard and eating them, roots and all. On August 27, 1952, the New York Times front page contained three stories suggesting the impact of the Red Scare. I'm going to put an echo on that. On the upcoming election. In the first story, the Republican-dominated Senate International Security Subcommittee released a report charging that the Radio Writers Guild was dominated by a small number of communists. Um, so this is, uh, oh, and the second front page story was a report that the American Legion was demanding for a third year in a row that President Truman dismiss Secretary of State Atchison for his lack of vigor in dealing with the communist threat. So the Red Scare, happy birthday to the Red Scare. And they're still doing it too, the, 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 the Republicans, you know, they love to use this as their thing of the like uh, left is dragging us all towards communism and socialism instead of like I was talking about earlier, admitting the nuance and the complexity and just saying there are going to be elements of both in whatever we do. So this is a fake fight. But yeah, happy birthday to the Red Scare. In 1973, Bobby Boris Pickett's song Monster Mash goes gold. I was sitting in a... It's the most lazily sung. I did the mash. It's such a great song. I used to play rock star when I was a little kid, and I played, I was the drummer. <laughs> it is boring and thankless. Welcome to Los Angeles, ma'am. That guy remade that song, a political version, and it is terrible. Did you ever hear it? Mm-mm. Oh, man. It was like, it was like, he's like a liberal, so he's like, they did the Republican mash. They were stealing no, everyone's money. Really? Yeah, Boris. yeah. It's terrible. It is so bad and just cringy and horrible. I hope he pulled it off YouTube, but it's funny. These older artists, they're artists, but they're also very political and usually quite left. I have a lot of like friends and old teachers and stuff that are like this, and they'll put out a piece of like art you know, uh, about politics sometimes. <laughs> and it's like, it's like so, uh, uh, l- uh hippie school bus freak out the squares. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, Oh, I don't know if that's going to connect with anybody, but I love it. I right, I'll watch it twice. <laughs> I have a, a very important, a correction from last week. Uh-oh, what'd um, you lie about? When I was ranting about ex-president Trump, uh, mm. the possibility that he might go up for re-election, even though he still has all these sexual abuse um, accusations. I said that there were 13 people that have accused Trump of sexual misconduct. I was completely wrong. There oh, are twice lies. as many. There are 26 people. How dare you impugn? The reason oh. I thought it was 13 is because one of the people who accused him of sexual misconduct was 13. Okay. This is all not fake news. These are all actual allegations that you can look up. So uh, let's not ever consider that guy for anything except jail ever again. So was this all, my question is, was this all public knowledge before everyone voted for them? A lot of it was. Okay, then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
So yeah, it says a lot about uh, voters too that they're willing to overlook that. But time's up, and I'm not going to overlook that kind of thing anymore. I'm sorry, cancel. Well, and how do these weirdos always get to the top of every election process? Like, stop it with the weirdos. Like, honor, you know, just honorable folk, honorable folk. Like, uh, I don't know, Obama seemed pretty. You know, his hands were clean, pretty much. I don't know, nice guy. Like, didn't touch anyone. This is a lot of like Trump like sitting next to a stranger on the airplane and like reaching over and like touching her through her skirt. They're all scumbags. I can't stand them. Vote them all out. Uh, or you know, I know you're voting. (laughs) You're voting to keep Gavin Newsom in. It's okay. I don't. Do you know what a BBL is? (laughs) Um, a big bad lover. Close. It's a Brazilian butt lift. Okay. Okay. It's one of the most popular procedures um, that has risen in 77% since 2015. It's one of the fastest growing cosmetic procedures in the world and also one of the most lethal. Okay. Because basically when they Brazilian butt lift, so that's what like Kim Kardashian did. She doesn't have implants. She got uh, fat taken from her hip and her waist and put injected into her butt. But the capillaries for the blood in your butt are so big that when the doctors are injecting the fat in, if they accidentally hit the um, uh, vein, it can send the fat deposits straight up through your bloodstream to your heart where they will clog your arteries and you will die. And of course, people, you can spend $15,000 on this procedure to make your waist thinner and your butt bigger without doing any exercise like squats or, you know, uh, lunges, that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> look on your face. In other news, what's the LA's best breakfast burrito? But a lot Some of, of the prizes these- are going to... Uh- <laughs> A lot of these people have been going to other countries and to less reputed uh, uh, hey, surgery places. Listen, you rich and vein. And people are dying. Listen, you rich vein pieces of shit. Okay, take the $10,000, $60,000 that you're spending on your fucking Brazilian butt lift and give it to the poor. You fucking <laughs> rich pains in the ass. I hate you. I hope you all die. I hope we liquidate your money and build tiny homes with it because I'm sick of your fucking Brazilian butt lifts and your fucking collagen lip implants and your fucking facelifts and stop getting it. You look like a, you look stupid. You look like Terminator 4. (laughs) Fuck off. What's the best breakfast burrito in Los Angeles? Uh, I know a lot of people are wondering. What is it? Um, so what's in it? Egg, sausage. Oh well, there's all kinds of different. Um, I'm, it's gonna go right to my top. butt, so I'm good. I'll let Free. you. I'll it's let only three ninety nine. I'll let you find out. <laughs> well, you can have the. You can eat the burrito. Let your hips get fat. Get mm. that fat sucked out and put in your upper butt, so it looks like your butt is floating in midair. I'm some just gonna the, go to the gym. Some of the awards went to All Day Baby on Sunset Boulevard. Okay, I'm gonna call bullshit on that. Yeah, that's a very Anglo name to be yeah. the best burrito. No. Um, I think all these are bullshit. All time no angry egret dinette. No, those are white as fuck. Cafe Los Feliz. No, you want to go to like Tacos Michoacano. You want to go to like Tacos de Lamas. You want to go to like yes. um where else? Where people uh, tacos from Mexicano. Central America. You want to go to um uh, what else? Anything. Uh, what's the one we like in Orange County? Uh, Al- at Albertos, uh, Betos, uh, any of these places? Like don't go to what is this? The Shory Man. What the fuck is that? That's not a That's Mexican a fish and restaurant. Chip shop. 
the Kofax the, the in Fairfax. Yeah, sure. They have a great breakfast burrito. Okay, no, go to what's the one we went to last night? Go to Habanero in uh, yeah. San Gabriel. That yeah. place was awesome. All right. I'm still feeling it today, but that's my fault with the sauce, of course, as always. Evil cooks in El Sereno. These are white people Mexican restaurants, okay? The Mexican That's community blasphemy here. should Come be on. in an uproar, and uh, and I stand with you guys. Honestly, I won't put up with it. I'm sick of I'm sick of the uh, the 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 colonialization of of breakfast burritos. All right, yeah. I mean <laughs> breakfast burritos is a very white thing. Oh, one other thing I wanted to mention is that. Um, uh, Hamilton is playing at the Pantages, which is uh, part of our long... Oh, I could have got our free tickets. No, part of our long theater tradition of, of uh, paying attention to only one play every fucking decade. Last decade, it was like, uh, I don't know, Book of Mormon, and now it's Hamilton for 15 fucking straight years. We'll have to put up with Hamilton. I've never seen it. I won't ever seen it. Fuck off. It seems too popular for me to like. I hate popular things. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to the LAAF podcast. Come see our play, which is not popular. Last chance to, to get your tickets at Mauritius LA, M-A-U-R-I-T-I-U-S-L-A.com. Uh, Twitter, I ate a salad. Uh, pound sign, I'm cool. We've been getting solid three-star reviews for years, and now this is going to fuck everything. <laughs>